Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Suicide Squad continues to dominate the box office. Aquaman plays a mean guitar. And Henry Cavill teases that Superman is Becky Black! Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. Hello, everyone out there in the DC Universe fan zone. What have you been doing for a week without us? How have you survived? Well, it doesn't matter anymore because we're back. In we're black. Ba- yes. Uh, you are. You I'm, are definitely I'm back, back in black. black. I'm back in blue. You know who's also back? Black and blue. After a brief hiatus, Mr. Mike Kalinowski, I'm welcome back. back. Thank you, boys. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. I, had, uh, I went on vacation for a little bit. Did you? Yeah, it was my, my best friend's 40th birthday, and his wife sent out one of those emails like, hey, party. And I was like, ah, oh, man, this is kind of bad. I can't go. And then I was like, wait a minute. What if I fly out? And she called me the next day. She's like, hey, is there any way you could surprise him? So we had the surprise worked out for about two weeks where he had no idea. His whole family was in town, and... And I was in the car, she was picking me up, and she told him she had some errands to run, and I'm talking, and she, he was kind of throwing his wife under the bus, saying he forgot to do a lot of stuff that he had to do that day, and I'm like, oh yeah, you didn't do it, she's right next to me, and I showed up, as one of those ones, I walked in the door, and he was kind of like, had that, like, what? It didn't register. Like, he was like, is there a man walking in my house? And it was awesome. So, that is great. I love that kind of surprise. It was fantastic. It kind of awesome. The way you described it also sounded awful, but... But awful, it's like, awful. how do you not, like, he thought I was just talking to him, and I'm a good actor on stuff like that, so I'm, I'm a good liar. I mean, That's right, like, he's a good actor, no, and you can hire him for your upcoming project. I should, I'm a good liar, so I was lying very well to him. You got a Batman femme film in the works? <laughs> what better Bruce Wayne than this guy right here, just saying. But uh, I had a great weekend, his kids are fantastic. I love it because he's got three kids, and I can live a life of a married man with a dad, like, have kids, but then at the end of the day, I can go home. Yeah. It's just me and my dog. So I love and it. If you I play dad hire for a this week. man to play a dad, sure. a married man, he can do any of those things because at the end of that shooting day, he can go home. I can pet my little dog at home. <laughs> little dog. And that is not a play on words. I That's little, not a euphemism. I have a little dog. Your at home. little dog refers to a canine yes. animal yes, that you does. walk and feed. Sure do. You know who else is joining who us is? today? Is the crown jewel of the DC movie news show. Roxy Stryer. Oh, Hello. Hey, guys. Hey, happy to be here. Back in black. Ready to get our, our groove on with the show today. Uh, jam out to some Aquaman guitar playing. Like, how cool would that be if we had that? In the that background? would be great. I'm yes. looking at this picture right now. It's You're pretty, checking out that picture? Yeah, it's pretty BA. I mean, listen, from the beginning, no one's been upset about Jason Momoa playing Aquaman. And that's and one so thing that's far only... from the look of Aquaman, but no one's upset about it. No one's like, even like the little that he's talked. I think <laughs> the little that he's spoken. What did he say? Talk? Is that all he said? I, I think that's all he said in that trailer. Talk. But he said that really well. He did. I'm Adam Gerler, everyone. Happy to be back with you today, sitting in the Johnny LaQuasto spot. Johnny, is uh, is he in the, the Middle East? He was troops? on top of a tank the last time I saw him. Wow. He's going to be back, I think, next week, though. Wow. Yeah. I think so. So Johnny LaQuasto <laughs> is off doing good, as he, he does. He is the do-gooder of the DC he movie is. news show. That's for sure. Yes, he is. 
Um, the true superhero. Yes, he like really giving is. Giving blood all the time and stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> always giving blood. I really need to do that. I'm I swear I'm not scared. Not My girlfriend says scared. that I have great veins, whatever that means. <laughs> hey now! Hey now! No, I really I guess because they, they give a lot of blood. Um, one thing we didn't really pull as a news story, I didn't know if you guys wanted to talk about it, but people were talking about that open letter from the uh, Warner Brothers employee. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, I wasn't going to mention it. a lot of people. I wasn't going to mention it because my point was like, well, the letter's not particularly well written, and it didn't seem like this is a creative now, person. It seemed like it got debunked. Because they were talking like about the, Wonder Woman, and it's like this person was fired in 2014. Yeah. So like the the the, the intricate they it started to unravel, kind of like Ryan Lochte right now. It's all unraveling. Oh my god! Let's not. Don't even get it's me started about that. That's awful. That is so awful. <laughs> there uh, were parts of the letter that made sense to me. There what parts- was it? The reference to the gym that he wasn't using on the lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and all the list of all the WB movies, like that part too. I, yeah, uh, it's a tough thing to talk about, especially on DC movie news shows. But yeah, yeah it, was, it was an interesting letter. Well, listen, it's no secret that there are fans that are upset with the with the with the state of affairs. That some people are not like particularly <laughs> psyched about things, but. You know, it, it didn't strike me that even if this person wasn't was a former employee, that they would have any particular insight. And 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 what do you think? I guess the real thing to talk about here is the fact that Patty Jenkins answered it and that she spoke up right away. Um, much like David Ayer has been like super defensive of his film, Patty Jenkins got right up and she said, "Said who? Prove a source. Show me what you're talking right, about." Right, right, right. So she got right behind it and like. Whatever. I, I don't even want to start to entertain these kinds yeah, of rumors now when we're over almost a year away from that film. Yeah, opening. it's it's tough, and I, I think I don't know. I mean, yeah, Patty Jenkins, you would expect her to come out and defend her movie, but then she was also saying, "Let's go, give her the sources." You're not working for WB anymore, so what do you got to worry about? You don't have to worry about being fired again. Exactly. There's no well, law good. law replications of this yeah. that she could do, or you know, if he's he talked, he's not employed anymore. So, all right, you said this, come out, I'm, say it. I'm curious, but they and, don't. And chat roll. People out there, please respond. Do you think it was a good thing or a bad thing that Patty Jenkins responded? Because on one hand, she could have not said anything and you couldn't blame her. But on the other hand, she's like... Taking the step, she's like, I will not have, I will not, I'm not going to start this, not now. She's like, this is where it ends. And in a way, it was like, okay. Yeah, she was like, the whole lasso of truth thing. I'm going to throw you on it. Let's go. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, That brings up an interesting point. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think you guys talked about it last week a little bit. Um, I think it kind of came out in between the week. It's this whole, the fandom in general, this includes us. We're becoming, and I like to, I've thought of it and called it uh, the age of entitlement. And I think Joss Whedon, it might have been him, he wrote this big thing. We are now in this where his fans were all kind of demanding things and and this and that. And like this whole deleted scenes debacle with the Joker thing. Like people suing WB because they didn't show the movie and yeah. he was promised it. It's like, we, <laughs> yeah. none of us on this panel that love DC, we're not giving money to these studios to make these films. Yeah. We're not the investors. We don't have a say. We're the people that go see them. Right. So who are we to say, yes, you should do this and you need to do this? We don't. Uh, we're the we're the consumers. By by by. Hold on, let me finish. By ooh. our way, we talk is by not going to the films and saying we're not going to go to your movies anymore. That's, so that that's the dollar that will hit them. I talk to all these people. They they constantly complain about DC DC, and I just say, and I don't say it negatively. I go, guys, you don't have to go see Wonder Woman. And then they're like, "F you! I'll see whatever I want to see." It's like, but you're talking. You think it's going to be bad? You're talking this. Well, I have hope. I want it to be good. Okay, well. Don't if you tell that's how you talk to these studios with your dollar. 
Don't go see them. They this will notice true. that. This they is will the only notice that. Effect them in the the Roxy only Stryer, way. care to comment? I've always had a different opinion on who has the say in these movies and okay. who should be entitled. I do think that the fans should have a say. I'm not saying that they should have the only say, but I think that studios should listen to their fans. They should reach out and see what the fans are looking for, what they want, especially the super fans, especially when you have source material to work off of. And when you do have source material off, to work off of, that's also something you should be listening to. So I don't think it's fair to be like, oh, because you're sitting at home, you have actually zero say and your opinion doesn't matter at all so you should just shut up and not see the movie but when when is it too many cooks in the kitchen then i yeah. i agree that sometimes it is that's absolutely who's to true. say that the uh, casual not, moviegoer they should listen to them as opposed to me which is, is it a art super by fan. committee at a certain right. point and I'm, how good is art by I'm, committee i'm not saying that every single fan deserves to write in a letter of what they want and they need to use every single thing but should right. they listen should they take in consideration of what people are saying should they actually think about hey maybe that's a good point maybe we aren't listening yeah, absolutely. I fall, I fall in the middle on both you guys, and I, I'm of the opinion that they are listening. In fact, there's been enough quotes from Deborah Snyder, from Zack Snyder, from Jeff Johns, to the effect that they, they have heard. Um, now, whether those, uh, you know, those messages were heard on Suicide Squad remains to be seen. But... We hear talk now that there were two cuts of that film because the WB listened to the fans' reaction to the trailer that trailer music or trailer park cut. Right. There's two different cuts of that film now because they listened to the reaction of BVS. Okay, saying that you like a trailer is not the same thing as saying, I want the people who edited this trailer to also edit the movie, and if they don't, I'm not going to go see Suicide Squad. But the studio took that as, oh, the fans love this. we got to go more of this. And that's the way that they misinterpreted it. And that was also a reaction very much to the the tone, tonal complaints of Batman v Superman. I think that's more that, that people were reacting to the... Um, the sort of more fun rock and roll atmosphere that Suicide Squad was advertising. And then I think people on the inside who thought, well, uh, this is actually not the film that you're going to see. Ayer's film is darker because that was, the, that was the route that they planned on going when they made Batman v Superman. Yeah. So I think it was a reaction to that. And there's no way of knowing. And I'm not willing to say that I think his film was better. Just like I'm not willing to say that if you let Josh Trank run with Fantastic Four, that would have been better. Just today I was reading an article that one of the co-writers of Fantastic Four, I love the story that they were describing. Was that the one with all the characters in it? And it yes! And, yes, and the Baxter building was kind of like a, oh, what did they call it? It was like a, not a think tank, but it was like um, uh, Hogwarts. Hogwarts, Hogwarts for Hogwarts. Yes. Right, which was it more came out to be like this really dour, Cronenbergian yeah. kind of thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. That would have been awesome. And yeah. that, that would have been what they do. But listen, I, my point is, I don't think that uh, Trank's film would have been great on its own. I don't know that um, Ayer's cut necessarily would have been better. Right, um, yeah. And, and I don't think that, uh, whatever, the guy that did the first uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine film, like he, you know... I, Gav- I not Gavin... Gavin Hood, Gavin yeah. Hood? I, I mean, listening to him talk about it, I'm like, I don't think his cut would have been great either. It would have been different. Yeah. And maybe it's, it is a lot of art by committee. So I think, Roxy, to what you say, I think WB is listening. Maybe not to the extreme that some people want, well, but we're, but we're not going to see that until maybe Wonder Woman. But I think Justice League will be our first chance of going... This has been listening to fans. I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay. As they should listen. But what you said is, your opinion shouldn't matter. And if you don't now, want to see the movie, don't see the movie. let's not take what I said like that. Well, that's what you said. 
Well, he said that the people demanding this and demanding, like, I, you, I, you let me see these scenes, and I, I, I'm going to sue You guys have read company. online about the debacle of these deleted scenes of the Joker, and they're like, this movie, is we deserve this, the full cut. Are they going to release the director's cut? No, we're not. They made a movie. Everyone needs to know this. Every single film that is ever shot on a budget of a studio has deleted scenes. They all yeah. do. Not everything makes it into the cut. We're getting to this point. Before this movie, we have never, no movie was ever like, Where's all the deleted scenes? Why weren't they in the movie? But now, because we were seeing it and people, we are progressing as a society with this. And I think it was Joss Whedon. I'll find the article and link it up to you guys. He's calling it the age of entitlement, where we think we're entitled to these scenes. Sometimes the director goes, I hated that cut. I didn't want it to see it. No, it looked cool in the trailer. No, I I agree with that. I don't think we're entitled to every single thing. But should people's opinions matter? Yeah. Yes, of course. And we want them to matter. I want my opinion to matter. People's opinions matter, but people, those people shouldn't be making the movies by vote-in ballot. You know, like because that's not a good way. Yeah, right. So let's let's move on to something kind of positive. Yeah. Um, Despite um, mixed reviews and reactions. Uh, to Batman v Superman, uh, Superman can always get some headlines. Henry Cavill uh, made some great headlines all this week when he put uh, an image on his Instagram of uh, what appears to be the Kryptonian symbol for hope uh, in the grayscale, uh, perhaps uh, indicative of a black costume, perhaps indicative of a black costume one might be wearing outside of the resurrection chamber um, <laughs> after being uh, brought back from, from death. Uh, we have some great fan art by uh, George Evangelista. There was also some on the DC Movie News Twitter feed that I yes, saw somebody yes, did yes. a really cool black costume with the when, cape when and everything. floating in the air, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the same guy that keeps doing those ones. He did one of the whole Justice League, and he put Green Lantern above him. So and I, really cool. I want to ask you guys, what do you think about the black costume? Do you think we're going to see it? Is it going to be, like I said, search for Spock in Star Trek, mm. where he wears that for the whole film? Uh, what do you guys think? I do think it's going to be seen. These are my favorite kind of spoilers, where it's a very loose spoiler. I love that he posted something so simple. And if you guys read all of the Instagram comments below it, it's got people so excited. Not knowing, but looking at this and and having him acknowledge the fans, hearing what they wanted, and just showing this little image. I thought that was great. Yeah, I think so. Is there any of this? I I will say, here's the one thing, and I I know you guys are going to think I'm a big jerk for this. I... I know that Superman's coming back, okay? But I right. still want to maintain the illusion that death is death. Am I, am I crazy? Come on, am I you wrong? didn't know it was not. Yeah, you knew he's coming back. But it's just so weird that, like, how he goes on stage at Comic-Con, and it's like, oh, he's there, but he's there. But it just kind of takes all a lot of the punch out of the death. Because I do, I, I mean, I did like the, the sacrifice at the end of Batman v Superman. I know some people think that, well, if we had a few more movies with him, it would have been a little, a little bit more impactful. Yes, a little weighty. Sure. A little I don't weighty. disagree with you because I think that there are enough fans out there that are casual fans that could have really seen this movie and thought, wow, Superman is gone. Now what do we do with the world? And by the way that Henry Cavill is playing it and by the way WB is playing it, it's like, all right, it's not if he comes back, it's when he comes back, which obviously yeah. we all are aware of, but I think there are people out there that could have been really pleasantly surprised. Do you feel, then, it's to avoid the swerveness that happens in Hollywood, and I point to the <laughs> Wrath of Khan in Into Darkness. Okay. We all knew he's Khan. Right. They even said he's not Khan. Right. They, this and that. No, he's not. He's not. He's John Harrison. And then it uh-huh. comes out, and it's just... And Abrams even admitted, he's like... We shouldn't have done that. We just said from the beginning. So I think if they right. said, nope, he's dead, he's not coming back, he's not coming back, 
And he but, comes back and well, you're like... I don't think they should have said that. I think that they should say nothing. Okay. Great point about that because that was the same thing. It was not weighty because you did not have the history of the original right? series and all this. And, and, and you know what? As a kid, I saw Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. I didn't see the original episode, Space Seed. Neither did I. Which I, I originally rewatched <laughs> recently. And you don't need to see Space Seed no. to appreciate what Wrath of Khan is about is about the history of Spock and Kirk and that sacrifice it has that weight so just because you don't have as much history with these guys you don't have as much weight now do you think do you think um superman's gonna come back and like bail out this justice I, league and like the, in the third act or do you think we're gonna see to the me, blue costume i i have no idea what's going on i know he's traveling to get the league mm-hmm. that's exciting though i know and i i kind of at this point i mean it's still what we got a year and a half no yeah. year in three months it's november <sighs> I'm torn because I know we run a new show and we gotta follow it and we gotta research. I'm with you. I, I kind of don't want to know stuff because, like, the death of Superman in the movie and the, the Senate bombing in BBS, I had no clue about. And that was kept in reps and really caught me off guard in the film. You know, yes. Suicide Squad, I'm trying to think, I don't think anything caught me off guard. You know, going in like I, I like to be surprised. I I hear you, and you're very much right. Like the because villain of, didn't catch you off guard. In what? In Suicide Squad. The villain? Enchantress? Enchantress. We kind of knew it was her. Oh, I I certainly did not know. No? Oh, really? That that was the way they were going to play that? I think I was just so not put off by her. Not the way it was going to play it, but, I, but we did I hear I think I was just so of, put off by it. And, and, and listen, here, the biggest problem with that is not to, to go into a whole negative thing, but it's like it seems like Amanda Waller put everything in place to establish her Task Force X, including Enchantress, who she kept out of prison because she's like, oh, no, I knew she's, she's going to date this guy yeah. and he'll keep an yeah. eye on her. Yeah. And then she's that, the, that's the thing that was the inception of still, the whole I still madness. That first half of that movie is so good. Yes! I see, I thought third time. And there's just like one or two could have, they could have edited and switched differently would have made that film much, much My mom wanted better. to know, how did the Joker survive that helicopter? And there were rumors that we deleted saw. Scenes. There were deleted, deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. And that's why my mom has started a class action suit. Sandy Your Gerber mom? started a class Sandy? action suit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Against WB. Despite the fact that I do this show, I thought it was very disrespectful. This is so. going to cause problems. Okay, yeah. but your mom is not the only one. She's hanging right with Jared Leto on that one, wanting to know how things happen. Okay, so Jared Leto has <laughs> been very, uh, I guess, vocal. I guess once the uh, promotion cycle for Suicide Squad ends, he takes everybody away to, what was this, Camp Mars? Yeah. So it, it, That's his movie like, he's down right yeah. now. Camp Mars, right? It's a that, film he's on. No, no, no. Oh, I no. thought it was like Mars, no, like 30, no, no. 30 seconds, seconds to Mars. Oh, I thought he's no, no, this on is a like press a, conference. No, this was oh. a fan camp. camp. Like, oh. like a fan Leto getaway. Fan. Like an oh. adult sleepaway camp yeah. for, for, for 30 seconds to Mars fans. Oh. So oh. at the camp, and you see there's a great uh, video clip of him wearing like a tie-dye and stuff. Um, so I guess the, the thing that got a lot of attention was earlier how Leto said, you know, F him, you know, bad word, F him. Um, to WB for his contract for what you know, uh, and it was misinterpreted. Like he was yes. talking about how he, okay. he was doing this rock climbing, and people were like, "Oh, so, don't you have things in your contract that say that you're not allowed to engage in dangerous behavior?" That was it. Yeah, to yeah. which he was like, "Oh, you know, f him, you know." Because he was at this camp and he was rock climbing, yeah. and people were yes. curious about it, so he was like, "F them," not even talking about. The, the Warner Brothers, but he was talking about the rules and stipulations in the right. contract. Like Exactly. Just like, I'm, I'm a tough guy, I don't give a crap. I could understand why this bit was taken out of context, because Jared Leto has been so incredibly vocal about not 
wanting to see this movie. He refuses to go see Suicide Squad. He st- he says he still hasn't seen it, but he hates the fact that all this stuff got cut on the cutting room floor and that he's really in a seven-minute cameo and that they tricked him into making this movie and they missold it to him. And by the way that they uh, were pitching his character, he thought it was going to be one now way. Now this is him saying these things? Yes. Yeah. He said well, it was kind of misrepresented the way that it was. Uh, the, the film was pitched to him. I, right. Hmm. Yeah. I... I don't know. I don't know how to address this. Just because, (laughs) and maybe because I I do know how the entertainment industry works in that sense. Where at the level of the stuff that I go for and I shoot, there's sometimes I won't even tell people I'm in it because I don't know if it's going to get edited out or I'll make it into the finished television show or whatever because it's a small little bit that just you know he went that way. So much of the so much of the. So, but when you are a film and it's bigger, but this even though it's bigger, it's still the same thing. At the end product is you know. It's what it is. I completely understand what you're saying. And I don't disagree because everybody knows that I think Jared Leto was in this movie the perfect amount. It's called Suicide Squad and you're the Joker. And you're not in the Suicide Squad. But as Jared Leto, I understand why if you're being pitched, it's a little different because when you're pitched cop number one or even if it's got like a big name, when you're being pitched the Joker. Absolutely. And you know what the Joker looked like the last time we were in the DCU and the time before that and the time before that, then you think, wow, I've got the lead in this movie. That's probably what he was so thinking. So do you want to do you think he's like, hey, I, I felt I brought enough to the table to rival those that have done it before, yeah. but you didn't show off what I could do. I think he thought that, but it's a very selfish actor way of thinking yes. instead of looking at the overall project. I mean, to say I will not see this movie, and he hasn't said I won't see now, this because I wasn't in it okay, enough, that's but that's why essentially he, what he's saying. So he's not, because there are some actors that go, I don't see my movies. No, no, no. He was this like, is, I won't see this movie. And that's, is that because of direct relation? Or he says I haven't relation? seen it yet. I don't know if he said I will not ever see it, but he says okay. I have not seen it yet. I, I uh, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where it's a little disappointing where you look at Jared Leto being a spokesperson for WBDC and it just seems like he's like, I did my work and he's sort of disassociating himself with that. Now, stand that next to Robert Downey Jr., whose career was uh, completely resurrected by Iron Man, and he's been very much Marvel's go-to pitch man. Okay, Mm -hmm. well, on the other side, you've got Cavill, who after BBS, he didn't come out going, oh, man, all my good stuff is gone. I look terrible in this film. Cavill takes the Boy Scout role. you got to say that. I love him. He does not miss a a beat. Okay, he was in a lot more BVS than Jared Leto. But, but, no, but, but it's also called Batman vs. Superman. It's not not, called Joker joins the Suicide Squad. You could also argue, Roxy, that that Cavill and his character took a lot more of a beating than the Joker in this film because even though the Joker wasn't in it a lot, while there are some people that hated his Joker, a lot of people liked it. I think, and because he wasn't in it a lot he get Jared Leto gets away kind of scot free. I think that Cavill took a beating as much as he took an embracing. I think most of the people out there, I mean, huge, huge amount of support for Cavill. There's like people who think he's the best Superman ever. That think he's incredible for Jared Leto. Whether you disliked him or whether you liked his performance, I haven't heard anybody who's like, this guy is number one because we didn't see enough of him. Right. So, but he so is, there's hate, but there's not so much like, oh my God, is, he's amazing. Love. He is our Joker now. Yeah. yeah that's, and, and I think he, about this. I thought about this. Like People ask me, what would you like to see next to them? I would love to see him in the Batman film, but be a Hannibal Lecter character. Locked up in Arkham or whatever, yeah. and Batman's got to go to him well, to solve that, something that's that what happens. I thought he was going to be I in Suicide Squad. Okay, you thought now, more of a uh, 
I, I, I can't think of the word. But now, do you, you think, wonder? Is there any chance that he's seen the film and he's trying to be a good company guy by not defending the film by saying he never saw it, so he doesn't have to formulate an opinion yes, on it? Yes, whenever I think actors, that there's a big chance. Whenever actors that. say they've never seen their own film that was just came out, I, I mean, like you were at the premiere, like. <laughs> Did you just leave? Did you sit the lobby? walk the carpet and I go get, right I down get it. I get bag. that. But I, I, I find that so hard to believe. I mean, I hate... There's certain people like... Certain people don't like to look at themselves. I hate watching myself. Have, I hate listening to myself. So I good, try not to, but... You have a good point about the um, uh, Hannibal Lecter thing, because I can't imagine that in the first Batman solo film, they're going to make it a Batman Joker film. I hope not. Because... Of the way the Dark Knight looms, you know, large. And I don't think Affleck would make that choice. And and the rumors we've heard is that a lot of it will take place at Arkham Asylum. So... The Joker kind of on the... I love that. that I love do a, do a Sherlock Moriarty type relationship. But right now, the last we left him, Joker's at large, Harley oh, Quinn yeah. at large. Spoilers. And Two Batman's got a clean you. house for him. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Two questions for you guys, though. Do you feel like the way that Jared Leto is uh, handling himself right now is going to negatively affect his future in the DCEU? No. Not at all. Would I... Thank you for bringing that up. I... I it's... It's a switch almost to me. Like, he was so about this movie, wasn't he? Like, I love doing this, I did this, I tricked them, I did this. It seemed like, like a lot of the story it. before the film even was about all his antics yeah. making the film. It's and maybe like, he's not like, Jesus, I wasted three months going so method, and I was eight months on screen. Well, screw this. Maybe he's pissed at all the, at the stuff he went through. It sounds to me like, if I'm if I'm reading the tea leaves right, Leto was a fan <laughs> the of tea leaves. what Air pitched. Mm-hmm. Of what Air shot, what Air intended to put out, WB came in, did what they had to do. Can't argue that it didn't work because the film is about to be number one at the box office for the third, third week, week in a row. The film just passed half, half a billion dollars. dollars at the international box office. Has yet to open in certain international properties. Cost 175 million dollars to make. It's already profitable. That being said, I think Leto was probably on the tip of the darker um, air cut, and that's what he's saying. Now, and no, I don't think it's going to affect him. Weren't they saying? Because I had read that a lot of his was much more of a a. A, um, what's the word? A abusive relationship with Harley. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this love story, which That's is kind of. That's what I mean, a darker. It, it was, was darker. And that one scene which, where he pushes her out to save her in the helicopter, he pushes her out to kill her in, the, in their original yeah. cut. And then I guess Boomerang was kind of a rapist, sexist character, and they yeah. kind of toned him down. Well, there was a little bit of I that like, oh, um, tension between Boomerang, but Katana, that's what they went with originally. Um, Katana, it was like you know there, there was a couple of lines where he's hitting on Katana. Yeah, here's the thing, and this is where what we were talking about before about art by committee and everybody's opinions kind of messes it up. Like I thought, Batman v Superman in the theatrical cut especially was too dark. It was too dour okay. for Superman. Okay, that doesn't mean that I don't want a Suicide Squad movie to be really dark and dour. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that dark is is necessarily a bad thing. It's just in the right context. And, and ultimately if something works, it works. But it doesn't mean that because one film doesn't work for some reason that the next film needs to be be adjusted according to that first film. Yeah. Going back to my second question though to you guys, how do you think they originally sold this to him? If he's saying this is not the way that it was sold, what? how did they pitch I it to him? I always, I'm fascinated by what they have to do to pitch yeah. to actors to do stuff. Because That's what I'm thinking. To go into that role after what you know, 
Ledger did with it? It's like I think what Mike just that? said is probably a lot of it. Like like going into the psychology between their abusive yeah. um but also codependent relationship, I think is 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 fascinating and I think uh, it's definitely a different take on the Joker. Um I like the angle. It makes him more of a an organized crime to, lord. To show you how easily there's always there's the, the they always say a movie is made three ways it's mo- mm-hmm. made in, when you're writing the script it's then made again when you're shooting it and then in editing it's made a third time so even quick editing and different edits and different cuts can change your movie completely yeah so I I, I think they were going I think they even said that there was a backstory with Slipknot where he was a rapist and that's where those him with the ropes him and, and Boomerang no uh, Boomerang was a Boomerang racist. is a brony. Oh, racist. Racist, sexist. sexist. Oh, I thought you said rapist, sexist. Slipknot was the rapist because no. the ropes and everything. Oh. And it's just like, and you see, oh, here's a great thing. The uh, Japanese about. Art, you, art of Shiboyu, oh, uh, uh, rope. Oh. Uh, I mean, I've heard. I don't, I don't know. Oh. I think it's okay. called Shiboyu. But, but, but when you hire a director, you know their filmography. David Ayer, Training Day, Fury, End of Watch. <laughs> yeah. You knew what you were getting into with these directors. And then the meddling happens. So, you know... It's I mean, tough. It's tough. I think there's a very dark cut of Suicide Squad out there. Yeah, probably. Marcelino Ribeiro says that Adam Gertler is sweating like a pedophile at a kindergarten school. And I just want to know, what? when was the last time you, sir, saw a pedophile at a kindergarten? What is going I don't on feel like here? You're not sweaty. You're Let's, not sweaty at wait, all. Can we move on to I'm the usually movie, so sweaty Let's on this on. show, and I feel like I'm maintaining. You're very calm today, Thank bud. Thank you. Uh, I want to talk about the Flash movie. Yeah, that's what that's I want to talk about. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. rumors about. Cyborg, possibly appearing in this movie, came out, and then we had the director. <laughs> and it was like, confirmed, confirmed everywhere. Uh, but, you know, honestly, to be fair, these rumors started with uh, Deborah Snyder um, in- in- intimating that Cyborg mm. might be involved in the Flash months me. ago. Hashtag says who. That's okay. what it sounds like in my head when I read that. Says Rick who. Fuyama. I love that I can okay, say his so name Rick now. Okay, so Fuyama uh, says, says who. Okay, so let's address the idea first. Would you like Cyborg to appear in a Flash movie? What does that do for you? Well, one of the rumors is that there is going to be no standalone Cyborg movie. Also so a if rumor. there isn't a standalone Cyborg movie, then yeah, of course we're going to need more Cyborg in I Flash. I think it's, it's just such a great buddy. The, their, their dynamic is so cool. Well, let me ask you, because yeah. I'm not aware of any comic book that has them being like BFF. I thought that it's, Cyborg more was with Robin sometimes. So is is there a best friendship in the comics with them? I feel like even though Cyborg is a lot more known for the Titans, and you're yeah. right, Flash is definitely a Justice Leaguer, I feel like you're going to get that Titans vibe by putting but, the two of them together. But because you are getting a younger kind of hip... Flash, you're not getting the stoic Barry Allen from the he's, comics. He's you're getting the Wally, Wally West, West which leads right. into your Titans dynamic with Cyborg and Wally exactly. West. And that's what they're going with. They're going with the fact that these two kids, basically teenagers, look with these gods going, oh man, it's kind of you and me, buddy. Yeah, we're, we're the young guys. The now. reason I really love this rumor, cool. too, is because you have world ending stakes with Man of Steel, with BVS, with Justice League. You know it's going to be huge. Justice League 2 is going to be huge. Like, I kind of want the Flash to go to that slightly. Bring it in, yeah. kind of thing, and have these two guys working stuff kind out together, kind of that buddy thing. And this is where, just like Suicide Squad is about criminals, I expect it to be damn dark. Cyborg and Flash, I think, can have a certain amount of silliness in a good way. I like and goofy, a little goofy. Yeah, it was in goofy a, when he showed up in Suicide in Squad, but way. in a good way. Yes. yes, it was that quick little one line, but it was kind of like, okay, that's the vibe they're going. That was a tease. I that think it's probably really cool truth tease. to this rumor, even though hashtag says who. Okay, so hashtag says who 
Does it is not a denial. <laughs> no, it's Asar not. says who is like says who. Uh, says a bunch of people. Yeah, okay, that's what's going yeah. on. <laughs> I think the good money says yes to him being in it. I agree with that. I think so. It seems like... The, or are we getting a swerve, though? The director is of that status oh, where... Johnny. Rick Fuyama has not made a lot of big movies. He's not coming in saying, like, listen, oh, I'm doing Flash. You're going to throw out all your ideas yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. doing my Flash right, movie right, my right, way. Right. This seems like that perfect, young, up-and-coming filmmaker to maybe take what is starting to form, as I'm, again, positively saying, and is starting to form and, and going to get on the back and ride with it. His energy, him and Juan at Comic-Con Hall H, was infectious. Right. Him, Actually, Patty Jenkins... And him and Juan, the three of them, you're just like, man. Let's not forget you, Patty Jenkins. They're the way that they talk about these films and what they want to do. They don't have that. Oh man, the studio's beating down on us. I, I try to do things and they keep saying no. So they just have a. He's having fun with it, kind of like Juan was doing with his Instagram. Wait, I want to go to Patty Jenkins for a second. Please do. Okay. Can I talk about some more rumors? Sure, please. Because Patty Jenkins is now rumored to direct Justice League Two. Okay, Ooh. you're talking about there was a slew of rumors. Big disclaimer here, guys. Yeah. I know huge, <laughs> a lot massive of, lot of stuff. On. Okay, when did we? Did we talk? Because I might have missed it when we said Justice League. This is a while ago. Justice League is only. Justice League. There is no part two anymore. Well, yeah, it was, we yeah, yeah, the that. idea that it's not a like ago. a yeah. cliffhanger movie. Right. Like, there will be a sequel. Yes. Um, okay. So there's a lot to talk about. So, okay. Um, so, so Cosmic Book News, your source <laughs> for all reliable stories, reported everything from J.J. Abrams possibly directing Man of which Steel 2. would be phenomenal. Which would be phenomenal. Come on. But it's also just like, well, who saved Star but Trek and who saved Star Wars? Most people don't know who? this. J.J. Abrams was originally scheduled to do Superman before Superman Returns. Right. Mm. Which so is why, which is adds fuel been to in the there. fire. But, and, and George Miller was uh, also supposed to direct Justice League, as we know. Hmm. So this rumor has George Miller directing what now? Uh, oh, oh, New oh. Gods. Yeah, he's directing New Gods. New Gods and movie. And also rumored to be a producer on Justice League. George right. Miller. I which, can see him being a producer. That I can see. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got the Spider-Man uh, rumor that Sam Raimi is uh, supposed to be doing Shazam. Right. Which is... And this is all... Which, my gosh, they, that's I mean, a, that's the fact that we're right even there. talking about Shazam, guys, is still... But it's, okay. like it came out again recently. It can we, his head up. Okay, so can we... Do we I'm going to put a, a fork in this, and we're going to go to the Shazam rumor right now, because <laughs> there's a lot to unpack in the other one. So... The, one of the producers, I guess The Rock's like sort of producing partner, uh, Danny Garcia, I think, female? Yeah, she. she. Yeah. Okay, so she um, was talking about uh, that we're getting the drafts in. It's important to make sure we get the tone right. Black Adam, which is Dwayne's part. We don't mind taking our time. We're being very careful. Uh, but I'm trying to find the quotes. Okay, Shazam. Because that's not it, slated until 2019 still. According to her, Shazam is to live in the same world. And I'm, I'm, I'm always saying that it's not going to live in the same world. But we have... But uh, the but, next part is what you're saying. Okay, as the other films. But we have incredible autonomy over the brand and the franchise. We're working with a different team, different producers, different directors. It sounds like she's saying, whatever you don't like, we're over here, we're far away. Well, she actually goes on to say that. It's a different <laughs> setup. We don't feel fettered by or constrained by the success or failures and challenges, she's every disclaimer, of the other projects. That was a key component to our participation and 
we and that we be able to control the tone and the voice and do it the way we want. This it. is the part in the medication commercials where they talk really fast <laughs> and show you pretty pictures. Yes. Like the major disclaimer that she said I, here. I still just can't believe we've talked about this every week. Shazam just seems like one giant swerve to me. The I, whole thing yeah. seems I like a swerve. I just don't think it's happening. And it, it almost seems like every week The Rock has got a new movie going into production. I yeah. know. This so is just a like, joke's on you right. guys. We're never uh, actually making this. Ha ha ha. And I want to get behind The Rock because I think he's a great performer. I Me think too. he's great to his fans, but he's so he's almost a, a caricature of himself now on screen. It's like I don't know what to think of it. I don't. Chat roll. Do you guys watching the show? Do you does this? Do these comments by Danny Garcia not not coming from Warner Brothers or New Line or anybody? Does this give you more or less confidence that Shazam A is going to happen? B that it's going to be in the same world? What do you guys think? Because this just sounds like to me like somebody that's been attached to the project for a long long time. They're still there, but I don't know that it makes it seem like it's it's closer to happening. Like, is there an official green light here? What's going on? I don't know. No, they have not greenlit it. So officially, I, I don't well, know. It's a headache to me. Of green lighting something. Oh, no. Okay. This is my transition. To that, I know you're going. It's terrible already, Roxy. You're doing. Well, you were two for two, and oh, now. Now that was a bad one. I feel like one. you you said green lighting, Green Lantern. That's a really good transition. I think so. Adam? But now, but again, now that we've talked about, about it so much, you can't talk about the transition and still make the transition. Uh, Mentioning the transition, you know, makes it a really rocky transition. Okay, Alfonso Cuaron from Gravity is supposed to be maybe in talks for directing. Alfonso Cuaron? But this is also on Cosmic Book News? Is this part of the Cosmic Book News? This is also the same list of rumors that we've been talking about this this, Did this all come from that Reddit thing? There's a big Reddit like release. I don't of know stuff. where the cosmic book news thing came from, but it did say they hit the web. It wouldn't describe me. It, w- it would not surprise me if all Reddit this sounds was the great. Source. I want to yeah, believe it. Says it says here's it, a li- full list of rumors via Reddit. Uh, okay, below. so that's the big thing that kind of came out. So, so but, let's but, just fantasize for a minute. Multiple sources have said. We also had rumored <laughs> release dates too, though. By oh. the way, they had a bunch of rumored release dates, uh, which I was in 2019. It looked like we were getting three movies: Shazam on April 5th, Batman June 14th, Suicide Squad November. 1st first so uh you know 2019 is a good year for us here's the interesting thing guys we're going into our third week with suicide squad why have i not greenlit a sequel because it did very well for them they're very happy and usually they would have done it by now um trek announced their four trek four before the numbers came out and they were not as successful as they wanted to be i think they're learning right now okay yeah thank you rocks i would attribute that to good i would attribute that (laughs) to the ever evolving slate like while i don't take these rumors from cosmic book news to be true i do take this to be a fact that whatever slate that kevin sujihara announced three and a half years ago let's they should not they do not um, and they will not be uh, committed to those hopefully, movies and those days. Hopefully because- we learn this. And also we could speak for our cousins over at Marvel. With their slate, they did that whole El Capitan thing. That thing has been thrown out the window. No Inhumans, no Mar- uh, Infinity War Part 1 and 2. Yes, their whole slate has changed. Because it's, yes, it I mean, has. I'll, I'll hear you on Inhumans, but I mean, it sounds like the Avengers, it's still going to be connected to that ah, Infinity Story. All, they just need to not do this stuff anymore with, hey, here comes our next films for the next 10 years, guys. <laughs> I I admire you want to get the fans excited, but. It's it's tough people. because you also got to plant your um, flag in yeah, these dates. Uh, That's yeah. the problem because That's okay, a, a problem yeah. the, business. the best thing that Suicide like Squad has done is this date. Honestly, think about it. Like August Suicide 4th, Squad August, with its August? middling reviews 
is is doing really, but, really well. But I think that also what we talked about this a little bit before, the great thing for them is July, June and July were it's been a terrible summer. Normally, when yeah. it's a great summer, great June and July, by August, film people, people yeah. are like, I don't want to go to the movies anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Go a lot of things fell in a good place. It worked out great. So I don't think this is not gonna be like a a Batman Superman um Captain America Winter Soldier were like March, April is a great that is now a proven great time to release a film. March and April. Do you think if JJ wanted to make a Man of Steel that Warner Brothers would be like, Yes, please? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Just yes. He, he his Mission Impossible, his Star Trek, and his Star Wars. They're they he took existing properties and just went with them, did something new. He's the real franchise Viagra, not the I, rock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, JJ Abrams is great. I think he's, he's great. It's kind of true. He play, uh, I think a Star Wars played a little safe, but he needed to. After we got prequels, he needed you. to I do what he did, also. and it set it up perfectly. Hey. So I think uh, yeah. I think J.J. Abrams, and it sucks because he came out of those films saying, I don't want to do any more sequels. I want to do new stuff. It played it safe, but it also played it great for new fans, yeah, which, yeah, is the, no. which is J.J. Abrams. You know, then even satisfying the old Warner fans. Brothers, that was would be the best thing because we're all you know hiring Jeff Johns, putting Affleck in charge. With J.J. Abrams, that would be like the trifecta of Guys, we listened. We're working. We're going. We're moving. We're fixing. Yeah. We're going. So I love that. You yeah. uh, fan consensus here on the board. Fans should have their say heard. JJ Abrams, WB. J- Put him on that. JJ. 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 Adam. I'm not. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not totally. I mean, listen. I think it would be great. Guy. I think it would be great. But I, I don't necessarily think you need to go to JJ. I'd like to see I'd like to see WB get out of this hole without going to the old uh, JJ. Right. Without having to go okay, to the JJ. Okay, let me throw this well. out there real quick. Who would you want to go Man of Steel director? If you had your druthers. Oh, God. Let's see. I put you on the spot. Let's I see. love you. If you had your druthers. Your druthers, sir. I know, I know. Drink it back a tonic, Kevin, and druthers. Think of this. Yeah. I want to bring Superman back in the... Is that your Guillermo del Toro again? No, no. I was actually, that was sort of like Brando muttering to himself. (laughs) Okay, you think about it for next week. It's going to come back, and I think he should have a black costume, and uh, that's it. He shouldn't fly anymore. He should only drive a moped. Oh, I think that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. No more flying. No more about flying things. Moped. Moped. And it should take place in I don't know. I don't know. Let's hear Who's going to direct the new Man of Steel movie? I don't know. I, I think we just J- chanted for JJ. So I know you missed that. That's our guy. Do you guys think that it's going to happen after Justice League? Because I really, I really do. Yes. Yeah. I think it's going to be like the solo Superman project. Oh, do you mean directly after Justice League? No, we well, got Aquaman. Do you mean and Flash before yeah. Justice League Two? Yeah. yeah. After Flash, Aquaman. Yes. That Man of Steel. Want, just going to like the Batman in there. Keep Henry coming. You see the Batman before. Mm. Guys, we have way too much news left. We well, gotta go. We gotta, okay. We gotta what time go. is it? Oh, jeez. Um, Holy comebacks, Batman! Woo-hoo! Adam West and Burt Ward are to return to the roles that made them famous this 50 years later. Came out of nowhere, Guess didn't you? Guess who got the exclusive nowhere. on this You one. did? You got exclusives? Well, you guys know that I interviewed Burt Ward yes, we the did. other yeah, week, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I got okay. exclusives. But he said he would come on the show, and he wanted to wait until after this was announced. So now <gasps> that it has been announced... If we get Burt Ward on this show, I might have to wear a diaper. I mean, he, he'll come on. He'll it's definitely come on. I, I, I find, you diaper. told me he's a, into huge dogs and so, rescues and that. Yeah, I he, love the man because of that. He's he rescued. He's rescued puppies, thousands and thousands of dogs. Like hey, he has over. Can he bring of them some dogs with him? Yeah, and he's got this amazing <gasps> dog food company too. So he, he just got it going on. But Holy he definitely dog will come slits, in and Batman. talk. Yeah, yeah, and he's excited about this project, as I think we all it's, are too. I, I, well, 
Um, and keep in mind, he's coming on. I know. I, I know, know you're not a fan of this. <laughs> it's even it's in not a something funny I grew up with. Okay. It's not something I grew up with. I missed the boat on it. You never saw it. You never. Oh, saw the I show? watched oh. the anime that yeah. show, but it is just. I was just with my best friend. He enjoys the show. I just find it. It was a different time with a diff- with a different character. Can't it's be. not my cup of for tea. For me, it was like one of my first exposures to Batman when I'm like four years old, okay. like four years old, and I they remember all reruns it. all the time. So then later, when I really got into comics, and I was like nine, ten, eleven, twelve, sure, I look back on that stuff and I thought so thought it was ridiculous and it wasn't my Batman and I didn't like it. But now here I am, thirty nine years old, and I just saw the fiftieth anniversary of the movie, the movie, and it was so funny. Like but it was laugh out loud funny in the best way possible. I think about it and I love is the fact of what can it we watch did. this trailer we're gonna do yes we have a can we can we is there any way we can get this trailer up and actually watch it because it's kind of funny starting to heat up Batman well we do smell delicious the smell of death it seems like a parody right now right yes this is our last meal Batman they're in it and this is one time I would advocate starting with dessert they're in a microwave dinner I suppose a giant hungry man dinner now no, Are they in the entree to shake and gravy? Man, Phil. <laughs> Holy spoiler alert! <laughs> I do love the animation. Correct, it looks perfect. great. It all new feature length. It makes Adam West look better than Batman he ever looked in the suit, but still like Adam West. Crusaders. Does he put his hand in the mashed potatoes, or is that? No, it was hot, so it must be the gravy. It was like radioactive gravy. Yeah. It melts the ropes. You hear a little well, bit of the age in Adam West's voice. What yeah. do we face? Joker, Riddler, Penguin, and Catwoman on Earth and in space. Wow! <laughs> the voices of Adam West, Burt Ward, and Julie Newmar? True. And a good crime fighter always keeps his fans. There aren't many form. of the uh, original Stay rogues left, right? Cesar mm-hmm. Romero, Burgess Meredith, I uh, Frank the, Gorshin, I wonder, all gone. I wonder if the Joker will have the makeup over his mustache if they do draw it like that they have to I wonder if Ralph Garman uh, you know from uh, Hollywood Babylon is going to be doing any of the voices because you know, be he does a lot of those voices it'll be interesting to see well. because there is a whole generation of Bat fans that don't know that show really um, and when they see this where they go what is this or or they enjoy it because they love the Lego stuff it's weird yeah I've heard some people say about this like who is this for <laughs> um, I think it's for the older fans absolutely um, but you know Batman 66 I guess has been pretty popular uh, in the DC comics you know they, yeah. I mean they, they, I'm talking it's about going the, strong, the, the publication comic. right yeah. Um, so so it's kind of cool. Um, da, 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 da. What did you, did you guys have something you wanted to talk about? I heard there was something maybe that you wanted to mention. Uh, I'll talk about it. Okay, well, you know because the, the way as Johnny always say we, the way we keep the lights on here, right? Yeah. So talk about different products. There is a company called I hope I'm saying it right Indochino, right Indochino. It is a line now. Adam, we could speak about this. Men who we wear suits. Uh, there's something about a suit. As long as uh, yes, absolutely. We're talking suits that. If it's fitted right, you know, it just it just adds more to it. You know, some people go and they buy, you know, off the rack and they just kind of wear it and it slicks frumpy on them. But you take it to a tailor, you know, and yeah, they t- I tell you, in. for the longest time, I would buy like suits like that, and I would like I would see you know people walking the red carpets, people on TV, and like look amazing in suits, and I would wear a suit and it looks like. A squarish kind of thing. Right, right, I'm like, right. Now, granted, I, I, maybe I don't have the contours to make it happen, but you want to look your best in a suit. You know, <laughs> absolutely. We talk about, we get a lot of compliments, me and my leather jackets here. But my leather jackets, I have a person that makes them, and they tailor them for me. 
So they're fitted. So this company, Indochino, they actually, it's kind of a, a one-of-a-kind. You pick out your suit. You pick out the fabric you want. You get the lining, the lapels. You could do a monogram if you like this. Okay. You look good with the monogram, a little AG there on the corner, oh, right? I can see that. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's one-of-a-kind. So I think that that's it's such a great deal because sometimes you, you, you get these expensive suits that are tailor-made. They're thousands of dollars, which I don't Easily. know. I'll go to a store. I'll take, you know, a couple hundred dollars suit. But if you get it tailored, it'll look like a two, three thousand dollars suit. No Typically, one will know the difference. I'll take a weekend jaunt to Thailand and have several suits made there, and that actually works really? out to be a little bit You don't have to do cheaper. that anymore. It usually no. costs you thousands of dollars. Oh, if you want to, like, a nice, nice suit, they're thousands. Easily. So how much oh, is this one, Easy. This right now, but we, I, I don't want to go into that yet. I still want to talk about it, though, because okay. it's they're all merino wool. Do you ever wear merino wool? It breathes. It's the finest wool. And I like, I actually like talking about this because some things, it's uh, you a know, wool you that on, you, you think a wool and you think really hot, but merino breathes, oh, so it especially doesn't necessarily in, in this, wear hot. Because you know, I have to wear these whether I'm going to a red carpet or something uh, with suits. So for me to get this and to know this, this is not just me kind of spouting it out to you guys. So please take my word for it. I love a fitted suit, but I'm not going to go spend thousands of dollars on this it. This man is an actor, and you can hire him, but he's not acting. No, right not now. right now. <laughs> I'm not. But so today, for any premium suit that you order, it's just three ninety nine. Oh, that's awesome. That's half off. $3.99 no. for $399. But you have to go Still to... Still a in- good deal. Indochine.com and entering DC Movie at checkout. It's Shipping's free. That's always a great deal. So wait, we're getting a discount with our own very name on it? We, we get a monogrammed discount? Are you going to put DC on the side? I'm going to put DCMN, that's DC Movie News, on my lapel. I'm going to put Mikey Christmas on the lapel. Okay, you but can the do promo that. code is just yes, DC the, Movie. DC Movie is the promo code, guys. So go to Indochino.com. And now, you know, it's a great deal. It's a suit fitted. You're, you know, you can look good. I got to say, when you put a suit on like that, you feel like a million bucks. And I'm, this is not just me spouting lines. I, I love a fitted suit. Yeah. They make you, because you can tell the guys, sometimes their cuffs are weird, they're yeah. kind of baggy, it looks boxy on them, and a lot yeah. of times you'll get a size too big. Yeah. This company will fit it, so you'll look and fantastic. You don't, you don't need to wear underwear with a fitted suit. Uh, I don't know about, well, Merino, with Merino, it's, oh, uh, it's a sheer fabric. That you Merino be, wool against you your be bare careful. bottom. <laughs> you better be careful. <laughs> but Sounds so yeah, Indochino.com, guys, promo code DCMOVIE, any premium suit, $399, $399, half were- off. Free shipping. Inochino, your look, it's your look, your way. However you want. That's awesome. You wear one of these suits and some sensuality is guaranteed. Oh, absolutely. That's 100% sensuality. Rated PG-13. I actually want to... I have to check this stuff out. Like, I love suits. a great suit. Guys, look for us all to be wearing Indochino suits coming up on an upcoming episode. Um, let's see, what else did we want to talk about? Wearing those? Yes, let's go to a red carpet premiere. Wearing those suits. Um, okay. I did want to mention real quick, in the video game front, uh, people have been asking about Telltale Games. I have not played it yet. I have played oh, it. I played the first chapter. Good. Guys, it's a lot of fun. Because I'm buying, it comes out September 13th, the disc. It's, and you get all the five episodes right. as I, they come out. This is a ton of I'm fun. Old it's like two and a half hours to play the game. Or but two it's hours. good. It's so fun. It's hard to do it bad. Um, Will I like it? I think you'll like okay. it. What's great about it is there's a lot, pl- as Bruce Wayne, it's actually a great story. It's I a, love some Bruce it's Wayne. It's more of like you're watching it than you're actually in charge of the action. It's not particularly hard, but it's interesting to see how your choices match up with other people. Like, I found that my Wayne was a little bit more wussy because I didn't oh. want to let anything on. I like playing the kind of foolish Wayne. The, the bumbler. The little bit of the bumbler. Okay. And then my Batman was maybe a little bit brutal. Like, I felt a little, little bit bad. Ben Affleck. I broke one guy's arm and... I may have and impaled so Carmine Falcone's leg. Is it true you can play it 
and then go back and play it a completely different way? Yes. Oh, like a choose-your-own-adventure. It is like a choose-your-own-adventure. So, and, and the a- animation or the uh, the art is so much fun. Yeah, it's it's a great time. Like, great. Definitely. Absolutely. And I think I played the first chapter. It was four ninety nine. Did you say time? She has a great time. It's a great time. It's like, it's oh, as if it's like a different time. A different time. Oh, like time out of mind. Like um, time after time. Like time uh, after time. It's no like, longer uh, movie or video game time. Yeah, it's no not. Time. Oh, so we're almost we out of time. Be... So we are out of time. TV time. Okay. It's time for Roxy <laughs> Stratus TV time. Sing along with me this time. Roxy Stratus TV time. She, she thinks that the flash is fun. DC movie news. It's time to talk. TV time! Yeah! Uh, guys, first piece of news not coming as a major shock to any of us. Based, <laughs> I just laughed when I saw it. Based off of the trailer oh. that we all watched together. Oh boy. Powerless. Losing its showrunner before we've even now, started. Ben for, for what piece out? For guys that are listening and watching, if you do not know, a showrunner is the person that a network, usually it's a person, especially on a big network, they have experience with lots of shows. They've opened yeah. lots of shows. They are in charge of the hiring, the whoever, they hire the casting, the, the writing staff, the director, the, the way it looks. To put they it are, short, running the show. Yes. 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 Running the show. And the when that guy leaves... You know he's had major problems with the network. Yes. Right. Major problems. Unless... It usually isn't until, like, season later on, down the line, like, season three or four, that you will leave with a showrunner that's like, I can't do this Perfect anymore. example of what you're saying is Stephen DeKnight on first season of Daredevil. He left, but he went to go do a movie. Yeah. And he was kind of shepherding the people he under him. He also was a last-minute replacement for... The original. Uh, Goddard. Yes. Drew Goddard. Yes. But they had so, worked together. That all felt yeah, very so good. Yeah, so that's a good way. This yeah. is shows, I would say, not a very positive thing. Yeah. I would, not at all. So this is, even open so guys, they, left, they left on mutual terms for creative differences. The pilot was shot, but this is, we he saw left it. before they actually started shooting the series. It's supposed to be a I mid-season am, pickup. I've not heard anything else shooting except that pilot. Well, now they're saying they're pushing it off. It's not still scheduled for midseason. Now they're pushing the show off until yeah. they have a new show. Because it wasn't, guys. It was it right. Just pu- not, okay, so they're just saying they're they're same, delaying. I think production. it's the same yeah, thing that happened with, with uh, their timetable is different. But CBS is MacGyver. They shot a pilot, didn't like it, scrapped it, went back and got James Wan back on it. Okay, who, he was originally supposed to do it. Because I was going to say they the recast. James Wan's, okay, they they kept two actors and they recast everyone else. So this what? show, everyone that signed it was Vanessa Hudgens, Danny Pudi, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. yeah, it's a great Those are cast. big names. Big they names. might stay, but there might be some other changes happening. Yeah, so... I, I just think because it wasn't well-received. I went and I did the uh, press line for that at oh. Comic-Con, and they didn't necessarily seem so happy to be there. Vanessa the got actors? up and walked out yeah. like oh. after doing two tables. Right. She, was, she was she was not down. So I, when, oh. when you've got a project like that, if the people are really excited about it, they usually stay longer. They did not. That's a good indicator. Mm. I'm always reminded of when I was at uh, CinemaCon in Vegas and got to interview the cast of Fantastic Four. Right. Like, the I most recent it. Fantastic yeah. Oh. You could feel it. You oh. know what I mean? Like when people are excited about a project, as excited. opposed to Jared Leto, they probably saw the movie and were like, "Oof, yeah, yeah. Oof. bummer, bummer." Uh, That's interesting, okay. but not, we're not surprised because we all. I would much rather this never see the light of day than something horrible. For see all the light of you guys of out there that do call me a DC fanboy, I'm sorry. Mm. There's just some things. I can't there get behind. There wasn't much redeeming about that. There was not. It seemed like a damage control but ripoff it, kind it, of. But thing. it almost seems like if they would have kept it in. The Flash, Arrow, that universe, done a little more, not so much 
sitcom-y, but just made it – these are these insurance people that deal with these Maybe. superheroes. Yeah. It might have been stronger, but just played like one of their early 2000s comedies with random superheroes, yeah. and it's not the way to go. Let's move on because something okay. that we really enjoyed seeing the light of day was this picture that Mark Guggenheim uh, Instagrammed and said, Legends of Tomorrow – this show is insane. <laughs> Guys. Adam on horse. A- Adam on a horse. I don't. Uh, and not all horse has got to be dying. He's got a suit on him, and Brandon Roth is no small man. No, he looks totally like a samurai knight. I mean, that's awesome. This, but why does this he. This is wild. But he's got, okay, he's got the armor, but then his, he's got a samurai helmet. Well, okay, just, you're so he's ask, not trying to blend in here. Let me tell you why. I know exactly why he's on the horse and not flying around because he's obviously trapped in the past. He uh, his suit is out of power. His suit and is now always out of power. Yeah, so now he's using it as like a knight or, or an actual suit of armor. I have just have to say, <laughs> I re- I was going back to. Am old, I wrong? No, no you're, I right, think you're right, buddy. I was reading through some of my old comics recently, and I found this great Adam storyline uh, with Ray Palmer, and I it hurts. It, I like. Brandon Roth, I think he's great as Ray Palmer. I just miss the Adam that shrinks and is a scientist. Right. So this Iron Man light. This Adam rarely shrinks. It's, it's, got a, it's, it's Adam. It's, it's Iron Man light, and it's yeah. really one of the characters I do not like on this show. I, 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 I like the actor. I think he's so great as Ted Kord. I totally hear Kord, you, and I have less attachment to the Adam, and I actually like Brandon Routh. He's one of the things I do like. I think he's great. He's I kind like of a sad sack he's on the charming, show, He's charming. He's charismatic. He's a little bit of a loser. Yeah. Even though he's a billionaire. his love line last oh. season, though? I couldn't. With, with I Kendra? I couldn't deal with that. Oh, my God. I but I like the actor, ended. so I just wish they would yeah, put him the in the suit and just have him shrink. Okay. I just wish that. I uh, that's, but that Legends is probably my favorite of the three so far. Let's move on to some Flash stuff. Let's move is on. Is that okay with everyone? Please, Rox. Uh, first of all, we have a new character coming to the Flash. A couple We've new got ones. the top coming. Yeah, Ashley Rickards, who comes over from Awkward. I actually got to interview her, too. Really Awkward. great girl. I would like yeah. to stop the, uh, start the uh, hashtag right now. Ashley Ricker, not my top. Okay? What is this? Uh, 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 taking a, a male. What is one of those gender top, swapping or gender swapping kind of highfalutin yeah. uh, Hillary Clinton? Hey, era. you watch yourself, or she'll make your head spin. Oh, Whoa. that was good. Oh. Actually, actually I've, I've never heard of this character before in my life. So I've I heard of the top. The top, yeah, like a, yeah, a striped costume. His eyes. He had these glasses that look like tops. Look yeah. at She's being described there as the Bonnie to Mirror Masters Clyde. Okay. That's how they're describing okay. the top. So the, Why the she got to be the Bonnie? Why can't she be the Clyde? Why can't Mirror Master be the I'm Bonnie? I'm just curious because there's so many great female supervillains out Bonnie. there. Not my Mirror know. Master. Not my Clyde. I just don't know why they're doing it. There's so many great female characters, supervillains out there there's, that they could have taken and made. So I'm just curious why, why they... Not? Have fun with All it. All right, why I, not? I trust them so far. Okay. Uh, I think because they're going doing this Bonnie and Clyde thing, and then I that's think that's probably, why they want to have like that if it kind fits of the story to yeah. do a change. I'm all for it. So, I think, and that's something that they do well. In the, yes. One yes. of the other things we've asked is why so many speedsters. We've talked about it on the show a million times, especially last week when we announced that Savitar was coming on as another speedster. Uh, but they actually addressed that. They uh, said, "Yeah." Who I addressed think, Guggenheim or was let's it? Let's see. This was coming was, from. I don't know. I'll let you I'm know sorry. in a second. That's okay. I screwed up. This is a heroic there. Hollywood article, but okay. it's coming. I'll, I'll tell you. But it, the quote is: "Yeah, I think in general, if you have uh, some of those other metahumans, that gets hard to show how Barry can't get them. If you have another speedster, especially someone like Zoom or Reverse Flash, you need somebody on an equal level to provide that threat that a lot of these other metas can't do." Hmm. So that I don't was. Know if I agree with that. That but... was the quote. Um, Helbing. 
is who said that. So mm, okay. that, that's right. coming from the executive producer of The Flash. Um, who's talking about this. We also talked more about the musical that's coming up, which is exciting. Uh, people are having mixed Did you hear rumors about... that Joss Whedon was going to direct I heard this? that rumor. But it's just I, pure rumor. I, I don't know if that's point. just because he did the musical episode of Buffy. That's been, his thing. I've been hearing that, too. But I you think have? I've heard Do you that. like your sources? Or? I, I, he I don't loves love DC. my sources, but I love the idea. He loves DC. He's yeah. a DC guy. He, loves he also strikes come. me as the guy that doesn't give an F about money and would totally do this. Yeah. yeah. And he seems happy... With less control on him, and he just to do his thing, you know. Um, I, I, hope I don't he know. Does what, a musical it. episode. It depends on how it, it fits into the show. To me, if Joss Whedon bridges I, the I, gap not... here, Joss Whedon directs the musical two-parter episode, and that tees him up to do guess what? Man of Steel two. Boom! Yeah. Now Joss he's Whedon, in the DC camp. There if he Joss is. Whedon did DC, if that's, that's so, he's your pick. Then going back to that, now he is. Now he's your pick. Off this musical interlude, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Can you imagine the backstage drama that would happen? He's like, I worked for them. It was different from what it was. I'm changing teams, and, guys. Oh. He pulls out. If he talks like they were so freedom, they, 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 they let me do what I want. I didn't have to stick scenes in there of a guy in a cave for no reason. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Guys, our other CW news is that, uh, and this I'm really sad about, oh, no. going over to Arrow for a second. Colton Haynes may not be returning. I feel like my heart has been ripped out I know out you were excited chest. that he was coming uh, back. I, and this is a May. You this always want not. to, now that we know what we know about him, you don't know if it's because it's personal reasons. Right. Because he of what he went of through. It's oh, not a, hey, okay. he's working other shows that they tried to cover up early on. He kind of came out, he was dealing with a lot. So we don't know if, because he seemed like he was coming back and now he's not. So is I, there a problem again? And I hope not. Here's I, the thing. He seems like such a good guy. As an actor, if it's his choice to not come back and he and he just right. isn't ready or it's not the right environment, I'm, I like him a lot. So that's totally his prerogative. As a fan of the show... I think the show is better with him. Agreed. And I know that we don't have, I, I think we talked about not having a lot of speedy in this next season. It seems like they're going to at okay. least start the season pairing back and getting back down to just Arrow and Felicity mm-hmm. as being, that's Team Arrow. Yeah. Which, I, which, which I'm excited about. Him to and Speedy together, like to me, make the show so much better. And it, they don't have to be together necessarily. It doesn't have to be a love story, but I love both but of them. But was he Speedy or he was Arsenal, right? No, Did no, him, him and Speedy together. Oh, no. Well, so so the actor that plays Speedy, she was saying, uh, Thea that, Holland, yeah, that she that he's that she, Instagram though. She's excited that he was coming back, mm. and now the producers are saying we would have Roy come back in a heartbeat if the right circumstances come up and the right storyline presents itself. Which which is a way of saying he's not coming back, but we would love to have him back. So it doesn't really clear uh, up yeah, any of that. So something that sounds, definitely happens. Sounds some like behind the scenes. Yeah. So. I agree. Now, let's also talk about, did you want to talk about the... Um, Our favorite show of the DC shows? Oh, yes. Mikey's favorite show for Gotham? sure. Gotham. Little, you want to go into a little bit of Gotham? Uh, so, What's this? Adam, yeah. I thought you were joshing me when you told me about... Your face when he was telling you that like... What's uh, going Adam, on are you messing with me right now or is well, this true? I was like, you, I didn't hear about this and I was like, I'm going to go on air today and I'm going to talk about Poison Ivy, and I'm going to talk about how she got aged in the same character, and Adam's going to look at me and start laughing, being like, fooled you up. Now tell <laughs> your thing. Tell your thing, because I'm going to address it. So, okay, so apparently uh, what happens is there is a character that w- that was part of the Indian Hill breakout that happened at the end of Gotham, which I assume happens, but I'm still ten episodes behind, so I don't know that. But this one yeah. supervillain that breaks out can age people, and normally he ages them until they die, 
but he doesn't always have to finish. So what happens here is he ages uh, Ivy to the point that she gets older and hot, and he stops at that point when she's hot and older. Because he saw how hot she was and was like, damn, I'm going to stop here. A la... A la Billy Batson Shazamification, she is still this young girl in 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 that body now, or big or Freaky okay, Friday so, so, or so, so insert age. I hear you. I hear what you're laying down, Adam. Yeah. And this seems to me like I get they want to age her, but the simple thing was the fact that she's poison ivy and plants grow. Couldn't she have just encased herself in a seedling cocoon? And morphed herself a little older, M- which must that, be age. Would that have been be believable? Like that, yeah. Wouldn't that have been more believable? Almost like, uh, like, like why you... puberty sets in yeah. and she, her powers come in. Like a and butterfly. She goes into a cocoon and she comes out like a, a butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. Like and she comes out beautiful Roxy like a butterfly. when she was fourteen. Hey! Hit it high. Another high five. Yes. <laughs> why I don't mm. I don't I I I. Yeah, that's now weird. Jerome's coming back. That clown. That yeah. That guy. But. Oh. Something I'm excited about because I really like Jamie Chung is that she's boarding the series as Valerie Vale, so we'll see. Not my Vicky Vale. Not- what is this? Not I my don't Vicky know what's vale. going on with Gotham. <laughs> oh, Vicky Vale's not being played by a white blonde actress. Oh gosh. Hashtag save jobs for white blonde actresses. Oh my god, yes. What's um, going on? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I am excited about this. She's very talented, so we'll see how that goes. I like the actress. Yeah, I cannot wait I, I, for I, Donald I, Trump's America. Oh. <laughs> And oh. on that note, I feel like we wrapped up TV time just fine there, Adam. Um, so Valerie Val, know- is she the, her mom? Oh, Valerie's the full name. Only her friends call her Vicky. Vicky? Oh. I is- think that's the thing there. I thought it's Victoria Val. Oh, that would make more sense. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've, I did have a girl named Valerie, and when I called her This kind of goes back to what the producers were saying, that like we're seeing versions of these characters that are maybe not the exact oh, versions of the, the characters. It's the aunt, an outlet. And oh, as the outlet recently confirmed, I think that's talking about TV line, Valerie is the aunt of DC oh, Comics character Vicky Vale. Yeah, see, if it was Valerie and it was short for, it would have been Val Val. Is there? Um, Val Val. So there, now it's her aunt, and they're yeah. both into journalism? Yeah. Okay. Also, all right. Is there a chance that the aging guy can also age Bruce Wayne and then he can just be Batman? Is like that is that what they're doing with this guy? Is that why he's on there now? They've established this power that he's going to age Wayne up and be no, because Batman? I think he still has to have all the training. Oh, like that would God make no sakes. sense. If he didn't oh my get God. <laughs> okay. And you know, if it comes to a head and they finally a couple years from now and he's Batman and it's awesome, guys, I will totally go back and watch it all. I really will. Like but I've tried. I've tried several episodes for the seasons, and it's just not for me. All right. Well, what else? Uh, what else we, we got? I think we're. I mean, the, that's oh, real quick. Met- we, we, we jumped ahead real quick, but oh, uh, Injustice unveiled two new characters. They added some worst heroes ever to Injustice Two. Deadshot and Harlequin were added into gameplay. They're mm, going yeah. on the Gamescon right now. You can actually play that with the um, like Apple Store version of the game. That's that's a different version. It's Injustice, though, but they, they updated it one day where they put, like... Yes, yeah. they did, and Joker. But this is now Injustice 2, the new game that's right. not out it's going to be the real Try to take over my tea time. I have one more I thing I think you're done. I'm sorry. Oh, no. my gosh, So rocks. the guy that does play Bruce Wayne, David, on the show, uh, has talked about recently thinking that it would be a good idea to bring in the teenage Clark Kent now, to Gotham. He said, I think it would be really cool to have a young Clark Kent on the show, to have a 15-year-old Clark Kent. I know in Batman v Superman, they played it like Metropolis and Gotham are twin cities, so it wouldn't be that hard to take a boat ride over for Clark. Now, that's a smart actor. <laughs> He's doing his research, he knows, and it makes sense. Like, there was a great story. It was back... Uh, it was always those they had those DC oversized where they had like four or five stories. There was a great story where 
Bruce Wayne is on a road trip with Alfred and their car breaks down in Smallville and he meets Clark Kent. And it, oh, when it, did that happen? In one of their little DC compilation, you know, okay. three, four stories, 80-page giant stories. Right. And it's such a heartfelt story because it's just two kids and you see how similar they are. Trying yeah. to make it right in the and world. And they are, you know, Alfred fixes the car and off they go. That's cool. I, would, I would have absolutely that is no problem perfect. with that. I would love that. I already think that Gotham is such an else world. The Kents take a trip to thing. Gotham for something and they meet. I'm on board with that. I would see that you episode. You have like a young Clark check out the Gotham Gazette, seeing stuff. Because that's it's going not on there. what they're currently doing. If it was currently doing like that, there would be a reporter in Metropolis named Carl Kent that came to Gotham to interview people. Okay, there was and a breaking glasses. news. I guess Arrow just cast somebody that's going to be um, Oliver's bodyguard. I guess somebody Human from Target. Human Wasn't that Target. Diggle? Human Target. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's What's the guy's name? Kent, Christopher Chance. Is it Christopher Chance, Can guys? Cast human target will travel. Uh, oh, will travel. Traval. Traval. Traval to play season five role. <gasps> Let's see. Jessica oh, J- oh, that's the Jessica Jones. But that's the guy from Jessica Jones. Yeah, I liked him. Oh wait, where? where let me see him. But they're replacing Mark Valley. He was the human target on the show. But so he's the human target. Arrow takes aim. I at think Jessica I just Jones hung out with that guy like this a week or so ago. This is on TV line. Um, Arrow's introducing Human Target in season five, and producers have set their sights on Jessica Jones star Will Travall. He's a British guy, right? The DC Comics superhero, professional bodyguard. Uh, He's a master of disguise. What the Human Target does is he takes the place of someone targeted for death, usually using some kind of face mask. But they had a Human Target. If you guys know me, that's my favorite show. It was two years ago. Mark Valley, Fox. So two this guy seasons. was on that. And he was Nuke on uh, uh, on uh, Jessica Jones. Yes, he was the blonde cop guy. He's from Australia. Oh, his his Australian wife is very pregnant. I just hung out with him a couple of weeks ago. Was I like was at a comedy show. Like, That's no, awesome. No, no, human Target show. And, like, human he, Target's he a great character. Out. I was like, oh, this guy's Nuke, and I totally don't want to like say it in front of him because I'm gonna. That's act cool, interesting. There were no rumors of this casting role, but and I think he was probably bummed at the time, but maybe he wasn't. Because by the way, that's who they have their sights set on. Is what oh, TV lines said. Their sights are set on. That's what I. Read. I think that's kind of a plan. Words being, he's the target. Human target. Sights set on. I think he's cast. They would announce that. Why do you think that? Because they would never go. We're thinking of this. He's not. On, it's not on so what DC character? It's not like it's Brad Pitt and they're targeting from him for their movie. It's just TV line. That TV line was like they had their sights set on him. I think they're just trying to be cute as okay. writers, and it's failing oh. because we're confused now. Oh, okay. Um, that that's it for but awesome. Giants. TV How about time, that for right then time, at the same time? TV time. That's great. Yes. Box. Okay, guys. Well, we broke some news. Uh, we laughed. Oh, we cried. Eyes. I think it was a pretty safe show. I don't think any any relationships were broken. <laughs> Uh, Major uh, Roxy has a Kryptonian crystal around her neck. Uh, where is? can everybody find you if they want to see more of you guys? Mike Kalinowski. Uh, At um, Mike Kalinowski, fellas, ladies, gentlemen, women. Anyone can find me out there. Uh, DC Movie News Character Corner, guys. We had the Suicide Squad. So thank you very much, guys, uh, for your support of that. Huge views on it. More than I ever expected. I watched uh, all of them. Did you? Yeah. Did you learn anything? Yeah, I, I did. And you did a great job. People were like, Slipknot. I was like, check out Character Corner, guys. Yeah. I think I showed more about Slipknot than he was in the movie. That but cool. uh, I know we haven't been going for a little while. That took a lot of my time. But I'm cataloging a ton of these because there's so many characters coming to Arrow, Flash, Legends, yeah. Supergirl that I'm... All these characters, like Human Target, I'll pull one up for them. Catch up with the character corners because DC has got, you know, they've got so many characters. They've got characters, though. Great they characters. Got all them characters, and they're all coming out. So check out. those out, guys. Roxy talk to me. Stryer. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I was just going to tell them where they can yourself. find me, or did you want to ask me something else? No, no. talk about myself. Guys, I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can also find me over on Screen Junkies at Tuesdays, 4 p.m. for TV fights. That's every single week. Uh, and I'm all over After Buzz TV. And the Tomorrow Show, Monday and Thursday. 
7 p.m. Pacific time. You're everywhere. Yeah. She's all over the place, and you can't get enough of her. Were you enchanted to you love it. Stop. I can't. Do that enchantress. Ooh, that belly shirt, though. Um, Step out of the shadows and into the light. Every time I see that movie. Is that her voice? That's her. That's her. Oh, she did? You didn't step out of the shadows and come into the light. Clearly, there's some kind of modification on that voice. I don't think there was modulation on that. Speaking of which, the way they do the voice modulation for Batman and the Telltale games, Batman is the coolest way. Don't tell me. Yeah. Really? It's just, no, just Is it kind of like Affleck's? No, it's just you hear him turn it on and off sometimes. So it's nice to hear him talk like Batman. Oh, and the actor that does it, I don't even know the is actor. Is it Troy Baker? Is it? Maybe I think it's it Troy is. Baker. He's, he's great. He's is he done Joker before? Yes. Yeah. He I did Joker in Origins. Yeah. That guy, Troy Baker, is talented. Just watching us. In it's, look, it's, look, look, oh god! What? What? What am I doing there? It's awesome, um, guys. I'm Adam Gertler. Uh, brand new episode of Man vs. Child Chef Showdown. Um, watch these little kids cook. It'll make you feel terrible about yourself if you can't cook. Uh, and I then you'll want to go get blue a blue apron. Yeah, you I, think you can. I probably could. You think you can, but watch this show and you'll prove you wrong. Uh, you ever have... Oh, jeez. What did I just have this weekend in Texas that was phenomenal? This is the time that he's putting himself good. over. But I'm talking about his eating. No, no, no. Hey. Yeah, tell me. Yeah. Just put yourself over. Hit All right. Me. So um, that's it. Man oh, vs. Child. Uh, eat my meat at Doghouse. Doghouse restaurants opening uh, all over the place. And um, Jay Quasto. Jay Quasto coming back from Saving the World. We uh, love you, Jay Follow Quasto. him at Jay Quasto. I think he'll be back next week. Well, you still have all uh, his shillelagh. blood. Shillelagh. It was a shillelagh. Have you ever had a shillelagh? A shillelagh. Have you ever had one of those? No, tell me about your I was shillelagh. A, I was like at a, a okay. at an Irish pub for my best friend's birthday. It oh. was like an egg roll, but it was like meat and cheese. It almost felt like it almost felt like a Philly without the onions and peppers in an egg roll. Really? And it was called a shillelagh. Typically, that's what we call a Philly cheesesteak inside of an egg roll. It's Top a shillelagh. But it was so damn good. Follow me at Adam Gurler. That's our show. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Get out of here. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal.